Good morning, good morning, Rabotai. Breakfast today is sponsored in loving memory of uh, Mordechai Ben Rivka and uh, uh, anonymously, and as well in loving memory of Moshe Ben Vida, sponsored by Ralph Dibetesh. And uh, as well uh, by Cookie and Stanley Chira in memory of Shoshana Batlea. Okay, Rabutai. Uh, first of all, I'd like to apologize for not being here yesterday. Uh, you are looking at someone who yesterday uh, became a great uncle. Oh. I know, I know, I don't look old enough. Tell me, tell me. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and uh, it's a wonderful zechut. And uh, the, we had a Brit Milah yesterday in, uh, in Lakewood. So I didn't become a great uncle yesterday. I became a great uncle exactly eight days ago. But um, the, the baby was a Brit Milah in Lakewood. And, uh, you know, in order to be there for the Tefillah, we had to go the night before. We went very late Two the night brothers. before. My, my, nef- my niece, my niece had, a, had a baby boy. My, my wife's sister-in-law. Okay, so my wife's sister. My wife's sister. My sister-in-law. Okay, so uh, what a beautiful, what a beautiful thing to be able to have share in Simachot. Uh, in the beginning, I was thinking, how, I, you know, I need to be here. I can't. And then I said to myself, you know, 13 years we've been in England, and before that, about six more years and six plus years in Israel. Almost 20 years we've been away from family. And you know what? A lot of times people make the effort. They fly in because someone passes away. And, you know, and, and maybe that's not the right approach. I remember what a good friend of mine said, um, uh, said to me that when, uh, uh, when, when, he re- when he was young, so he had a fa- a, one of the uncles in the family was very, very obsessed with, with uh, family coming around. And, uh, and he told everyone, you know, that uh, he wanted, he told everyone that, uh, what's it called, that he wanted, he wanted them to come in because unfortunately, so, you know, he had a, a, someone who passed away in the family. Everybody comes, they fly in from all around the world, everyone drives in, they get there and all of a sudden who the dead person who's passed away walks into the room. <laughs> so all the uncles, the aunts, the cousins, the nephews, everyone's looking. The, the guy said that is, the person was dead and they walked in. He says, I just want to tell you, um, what's it called? We have a simcha, we have in the family a bar mitzvah, but I knew that none of you would come unless I told you that somebody died. And he says, and I don't feel bad that I tricked you all, he says, because really, what should you come in more for? A simcha or a tragedy? Now, I'm not, you know what they say always if you see something on TV that's dangerous, don't try this at home. You know, this is dangerous for your shalom by to try this at home. It's dangerous. But at the same time, we have to make effort. Uh, We have to make, if we're going to make the effort for the terrible things, we should make the effort to be there for family at the happy occasions, whether it's a brit milah, a bar mitzvah, a wedding. You know, sometimes you feel like you can't be bothered, but it's important to go. And I want to share um, the idea with this uh, kind of where I, I started to think uh, about sharing this together with you today. Um, the pasuk tells us that Vayikas Yaakov Mishinato, Yaakov wakes up from his sleep, and in his sleep, what does he have? What kind of dream does Yaakov Avinu have? Some people have ridiculous dreams, silly dreams, unimportant dreams, bad dreams. What's Yaakov Avinu's dream? He has a nivu'ah in his dream. He's lying on the ground, there's a ladder, Musav Artsa, Unbelievable dream. What happens? God appears to him, he gives him all sorts of blessings in the dream. Like he can't believe it. This is the best dream that you could ever want to have. Yaakov wakes up from his sleep. 
Vayomer, he says, Achen, yesh, Amunai Bakum There's God in this place. Vanochi lo yadati. I didn't know. Rashi says, what does it mean, Vanochi lo yadati? Yaakov is just uh, testing his trivia knowledge. Like what, there was something I didn't know? Says Rashi on the words, because if I would have known, right? If I would have known on the Kiddushah of this place, I would not have gone to sleep. Two points, Rabotai, on this idea. What do you mean you would not have gone to sleep in this holy place? What do you mean? What do you mean you wouldn't have gone to sleep? The cost of not having gone to sleep would have been that you lost the nevuah with all of the attendant berachot. So why is Yaakov saying, if I would have known, I wouldn't have gone to sleep? If you would have known, ten times more you should have gone to sleep. Because look at the nevuah and the berachot that he got. Answers the Orahaim something very powerful. He says, what Yaakov understood was, if these are the berachot that I got when I was asleep, could you imagine what I could have got if I was awake? My rabbi explained it a little bit differently. And I thought to myself, that look, my rabbi is making a very good point. Rambam says that there's a difference between Moshe Rabbeinu, Adon Nevi'im, Avi Kol Nevi'im, and all the other nevu, uh, all the other people. Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu gets a, a a dream when, like the pasuk says, behakits velo bahalom. He gets it while he's awake, while he's conscious, and not in a dream. And this pasuk, where it, this is mentioned, the God is saying to Miriam and to uh, Aharon Kohen, you guys think that you're the same as, as my son, as my, uh, my uh, servant uh, uh, Moshe? Moshe is different than all of you. Because there's a fundamental difference between the nivu'ah of Moshe Rabbeinu, which is behakits, which is wide awake, and with everybody else, which is bahalom. I'm asking you then, if that's the case, Yaakov we know is not Moshe Rabbeinu, right? That means that how does he get nevuah? Bahalom. So what does it mean that he would not have gone to sleep and he would have gotten the nevuah another way? No, he wouldn't have. Because his name is not Moshe Rabbeinu. You hear the question? One more time. Moshe Rabbeinu is the only one that can get a nevuah while he is awake. The pasuk says, That means that for everybody else in the world, Avraham Avinu, Esther Malka, Chulda Nivia, Chavakuk, Sarai Menu, you pick. Everybody else gets it when they're asleep. That means Yaakov is saying, I would if I would have known, I would not have gone to sleep. And how are they explaining it? Uh, the, the answer the Orahaim is giving is, I would have studied, I would have learned, I would have prepared myself, I would have got. No, you wouldn't have. If you would have been awake, you'd have not got the Nivuah. So what's the answer? The answer, I think, is very powerful. The answer is very powerful. And I want to uh, start by saying this idea. About, I, if I didn't know this was a place that had God's presence. If I didn't know, if I would have known, I would have done something differently. Vayira and Yaakov was afraid. Vayomer and he says, How awesome is this place? En zekim bet elokim. This is nothing but the house of God. And this is the gateway to heaven. The pasuk continues and says, Vayidor Yaakov neder. And Yaakov makes a neder. And he says, God, if you give me beged lechem lechol and beged lilbosh, if you give me 
the things that I need, if you are my God, if you guard me, if you protect me, then I will, Hashem will be, you will be for me as a God, and I will be for you, and I will God, and I will serve you, etc., etc., etc. So Yaakov makes the neder. What was Yaakov worried about? And this is an unbelievable idea. Yaakov was worried about, not that he would have not gotten it, what he was worried about was that because he was asleep for the duration of the dream, and the aftermath of this nevuah was uh, left in moments of sleep, of what's it called? Yaakov didn't, wasn't able to take something that was as monumental as that and lock it down into something. You see, the nature of our world is that there is only continuity to things that we earn with hard work. Anything that is given to you, it dissipates immediately. That's why when Olam, when Kadosh Baruch Hu created our world, he wanted what was the point of the whole world was to bring us to a place where we could have Gan Eden. So skip the world, take us straight to Gan Eden. What's the answer? The answer is, the Zohar writes that that is considered to be the bread of embarrassment. Because if you give it, you're getting something that you got it for nothing, it doesn't mean anything to you. And therefore, the, uh, after two seconds, you're over it. it does, it's not precious. But if you worked really, really, really hard and finally bought something, then you enjoy it a million times more. Bore Olam, therefore, created, that's the nature of the world that we live in. Yaakov says, oh, Shema Yisrael. I got all these berachot, but how did I get them? With no effort, with no work, with no preparation. I didn't go to the mikveh, I didn't study, I didn't say, you know, special prayers before I went. Maybe I wouldn't need to go to sleep, but I didn't, I didn't do anything. So Yaakov says, Vaidor Yaakov neder. The minute he woke up, he tried to capture it by, by promising to do something, by accepting on himself a specific and a, uh, what's it called? And a, uh, uh, and a quantifiable responsibility. I want to share then, if maybe the idea is, the Pasuk says also, Vayakutsu mipnei b'nei Yisrael. Does anyone know what that means? And they were... Or we just had in the parasha, Katsdi b'chayai. Katsdi b'chayai, Rivka says to, to Yitzhak, I'm disgusted, like shekets. Shkatsim v'nemasim, something which is disgusting. Vayikets over here means that Yaakov woke up. But the root of the word also could come, could mean Yaakov was disgusted. Vayikets Yaakov, Mishinato, Yaakov was disgusted with his sleep over here. What he felt was, if I'm going to earn blessings like that, how could it be that I'm just lying in the supine position, just going to hit me, fill me up? That is our generation to the T. I want to sit right here. I want to relax. Dad, you give me the business. You, uh, I, I'm your son. Make me the CEO. Menen Lewin, you don't know anything. You didn't work. You didn't sweat. You don't know what it means to be at 5 o'clock in the morning. Someone told me an unbelievable thing. His, his wife was begging him, please take your son into the business. He says, okay, no problem. He wants a start. He wants a job. I'm happy to give him what he wants. Let him be here tomorrow morning, you know, 7 a.m. The guy walks in, 7.05. His father says to him, he says, I'm here. He says, what do you mean you're here? He says, I'm here. He says, what time is it? He says, 7.05. He says, go home. What do you mean go home? What do you mean go home? He says, you're here. I told you to be at 7 o'clock. You're here 7.05. It's not what I asked you to be here. I'm your boss here at work. I asked you to be on time. If you can't be on time, what can you do? 
I'm not paying you for the rest of the day. Go home. Ve'yiketz Yaakov mishenato. Yaakov is someone, and again, I need you to understand how disgusted Yaakov is with his sleep. Our, our what's it called? Our uh, uh, our chachamim tell us one pasuk earlier. Ve'yishkav Yaakov, 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 lie down in that place. Open up Rashi. What does Rashi say? Ve'makomau in that place. Because before he slept in that place, he didn't know what sleep was. Fourteen years. He sat in the yeshiva of Shem Va'ever. Nadad Shena Me'enav. He pushed sleep away from his eyes. When he would get tired at night, he would put his feet in buckets of ice water. So that he would stay up and he would learn more. Could you imagine now? He's now traveling on this journey. Okay? The first time he sleeps, what does he get? The nevuah. And Yaakov wakes up from his sleep and says, Ugh, if only I didn't sleep. 14 years ago, guy hasn't had a night's sleep. And now he finally gets a nice sleep. What does he have for a pillow? A flipping rock. Yaakov is disgusted from his sleep. Rabotai, this idea that if we want to get berachot, we need to be awake. We need to be working hard. If you're in a class like this, and you're sitting back, relaxing, and enjoying the class, that is not your threshold for studying Torah. If you're sweating and you need to listen to the recording five times, then maybe this is your threshold. But you need to be pushing yourself more, every one of us, to study, to uh, challenge ourselves, to grow, whether it's learning Gemara, learning Halakha, everyone picks something. But you need to be pushing yourself to grow. If you could be sitting back half asleep, that's not where growth is. Yaakov says, this place is a place that has God in it. Any place that has God in it, you want to touch God, you need to be awake. You need to be firing on all cylinders. So the second Yaakov awakes, Vayidor Yaakov he gets up, he swears to Akadosh Baruch Hu that his, 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 his fealty, his allegiance, uh, uh, the fact that he's going to be, he's going to serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the proper way. Rabotai, I'd like, just like to end with one simple idea that I think is a, a powerful one. Our Chachamim tell us about the study of Torah. Kihem hayenu v'orech yamenu. They are our life. V'orech yamenu and the length of our days. Ubahem neege yomam valayla. Now it sounds like a nice pasuk. Well, we love the Torah. You're my life. Okay? You're my life. You're the length of my days. Ubahem neege and on this we will toil yomam valayla day and night. What's interesting to me is that there's actually a halakha, that a person is obligated to learn Torah in the morning and in the night. We will study them in the morning and in the night. And always, this bothered me. Why do you have to study Torah in the morning and in the night? Why? Let's say I was going to learn an hour in the morning and an hour at night. Shouldn't, let me just learn two hours at night. In fact, we have many teachings that tell us, that Chazon Ish used to say all the time, that one plus one, right? It's not two, it's three. If you learn two hours, it's the equivalent of learning three hours. Why? Because there's compound interest. So the, if I learn for an hour straight, then I stop, and an hour later, it takes me 20 minutes to wind down, 20 minutes to get in, right? And therefore, a person doesn't get the full benefit. I had someone who said to me a little while ago, a guy had needed some rehab in a drug facility. So the guy said to me, I don't think you should send him to this drug facility. I said, how come? Why not? He says, because this place, it's only 45 days. By the time an addict gets into the place, it takes him a week. 
By the time he knows at the end of it that he's leaving, going home, the last week he's already checked out, he said goodbye. If you take 14 days out of 45-day recovery program, you know, you lost the lion's share of what you were, what you, what you're able to do. The same thing is true with studying Torah. So if you have two hours to learn, one in the morning, one at night, why wouldn't I learn just two hours at night? If one plus one doesn't equal two, it equals three. Where do we learn that from? Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, 12 years he's studying. He comes to the door of his house. He hears his wife saying, he's ready to say hello. 12 years he's been away to study to become a Tamikacham. She was so happy to send him. And he hears her saying to her friend, you know what, I wish if I could, if I could, the only thing I wish, don't you wish he would come home already? No, I wish he would stay another 12 years. The Gemara tells he turned around, went back to the yeshiva, and studied for another 12 years. Every, all the Ba'alei Musar ask, open the door, say hello, and then go back. And they all say that if he'd opened the door and said hello, not that he wouldn't have gone back, even if he would have, the, F, the energy, the feelings, the missing, it wouldn't have been 24 years straight. It would have been 12 plus 12. And 12 with a break of one day, another 12. Now, we're not on that level, no question. But the point that we're saying over here is, so surely you should learn the two hours rather at night or in the morning than an hour in the morning, an hour at night. I think that there's a fundamental idea here, Rabbi You know what the answer is? The, the concept of day and the concept of night represent two different things in our lives. We say every morning, That's a strange beracha, isn't it? Different opinions. One opinion is, thank you Hashem for giving the rooster the intelligence to tell the difference between day and night. Other opinions say, means to give me the knowledge. But that's a strange beracha. That's what you're thanking Hashem for? Like, later on we're going to say, thank you Hashem for giving me eyes to see. If I could see the sunset, I know it's night. I can see the sunrise, I know it's morning. That's not about uh, knowledge or rooster, that's about sight. And that's covered anyway in the berakha. The answer is magnificent. What we're saying as we start our berachot, is, we say it first, by the way, Ashkenazim, don't. We say that berakha first. Because the first thing we want to say is, God, you gave me the ability to differentiate between a day and a night. Daytime, especially in the, old, in the world that came before the world that we live in, day was the time when a person was active. Day was when you worked. You could only work in the sun. They didn't have lights, floodlights, or warehouses, computers. They worked during the day. When did they finish working? Whatever time the sun set. What was nighttime for? Nighttime was for sleeping, for rejuvenation, for getting your kohot back. We thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for knowing the difference between when we're supposed to be active and when we're supposed to rest. Rabotai, as important as it is to know when to wake up, when to work hard, it's also very important to know when to take your foot off the gas. You have people who burn out, they have a heart attack by the time they're 40 because they work themselves into the ground. That person didn't have the wisdom to be able to know what night was. Then you have other people, they're always talking about their next big dream, the next company they're going to start, their new app, Hazaku Baruch, right? Everything, they're talking, 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 relaxing, they never really, they don't know what the concept of day is. You want to know what a human being is? Someone knows the difference between day and night, between rest, rejuvenation, building yourself back up again, the time off that you need in order to to grow, and also the time that a person needs in order to operate. You need to have Torah in both of those. You need to have Torah in your work. You need to have Torah in your play. I have guys, they tell me, you know, Rabbi, I work hard, I play hard. 
<laughs> That's a beautiful saying. I love it. Very nice. But just because you worked very hard doesn't mean you could go mess around when you're, when you're away on vacation. Torah has to come with you on vacation. Torah needs to come with you into your wind-down time. You could also wind down with a sefer, not just wind up with a sefer. Torah has to be the part of all it. That's the beginning of the pasuk. Kihem hayenu, it's our life. You're not, not living at night. It spans the length of the whole day. It's in the day and in the night. It's in your on time and in your off time. And when a person operates like that, Yaakov wakes up, he says, Ah, I could have slept tomorrow. I had an opportunity here. I was in the place of Bet Elokim. And I'm asleep and I want to share, Rabotai, that to everybody. You go to a shiur, you're feeling yourself nodding off. Get up, stand on your feet, jump around a little bit, right? Wake up. This is your chance to be awake. You're in the synagogue, you're half asleep lying like this with your tefillin. This is your chance. This is literally Bet Elokim. How are you nodding off during the prayer? Figure out how to get up. If you were in the biggest business meeting of your life and you were falling asleep, would you just tell the guy I had a late night? I'm just going to wake me up for Barech, barech Aleinu. What do you, no, it doesn't work that way. What do you say? Let me get a coffee. Let me wake up. Let me walk around. Let me get some cold air. When is the time to grab all the reward of this world? And when is the time to rest and relax? May God bless us always to be able to know the difference. Baruch Adonai Le'olam.